0: Thanks for joining us today on the Centerpoint podcast coming from the Loft on Main in Danville, Kentucky. For more information, check us out at centerpointdanville.com. And so today we get the chance to, to land the plane. And, and you know, if you know like me, I, I like to talk about airplanes a lot, but one of my favorite moments of an airplane is when we get to come home we get to land that plane and we get to see what's next and so today that's what it's about and so uh, we get to take some huge steps into 2019 and what it means for us each one of us and we know that 2019 has something amazing in it for us but we have to literally take that step into it and what's crazy about it is this like we're, we're we're only 11 months away from Christmas we're only 11 months away from from 2020. I know it's kind of hard to imagine, but 2020 is clarity, right? Clear vision. And so we're, we're only 11 months away from that. So, how has the past month been? How is it? I mean, I know we had this polar, polar vortex thingy majigger where, you know, some people threw water up and, and it just got back onto them. I just want to say for the person who decided to like trick everybody and say, you can go outside and freeze bubbles. I tried this about 20 times in my pajamas, and, and uh, it does not work. I, it mu- you must have to do it in Antarctica to go out there and freeze a bubble, but it does not work. And, and so uh, I think that the joke is on me, but I tried. My wife even watched me. Um, she goes, blow some more, blow some more. I'm like, it's freezing out here. And so <laughs> we tried every way in the world. But, uh, you know, it's interesting how even in the week of what takes place that, you know, uh, life can happen in the most strangest ways. And I'll just pray in the midst of what you guys were able to do this week. Um, you're able just to warm up around the coffee table. You're able to warm up around the table that God's gave you and, and maybe invest it into your, your family a little bit. But they, I think it's different for everybody. And you have chances to do things in 2020 and that come from 2019. And to bring those if you just haven't been with us, if we look at 2019 and how to have the best year ever, um, to quickly up to speed, let's just say it that way. If you want to know where we've been over the past month, I think you have to dive into the apostle Paul quickly because we've camped out on some of his words that have been pretty profound. And especially in in, in 2 Corinthians 5:17, it basically says, if you're in Christ, and so we have some, you know, some differences real quickly. If you either you're in Christ or you're not in Christ. So you're either a follower of Christ or you're not. And and so for those who are not, these are words, I promise you, they're words of wisdom, and you can lean into them a little bit. Maybe begin a relationship and start to trust God for for the first time. But for those who are in Christ already, maybe it's your chance to take that big step of faith and really run with your hands wide open and see what happens. It makes you a little bit more vulnerable. And so, and, and it says this, it reminds us constantly that you are a new creation. Every single day of the week, you're a new creation. You, the old is gone, and the new is here. And when we accept these words, things start to change. I mean, your, your, your day starts to change. And each week, we've been, we've been writing down, we've been writing down, and we've taken these little post-it notes, just like this. We, and, and we give everybody a marker, and if you didn't get one, you can, you can grab some on the way out. But we give everybody these things so you could physically write some things down for yourself and post it as a reminder and we we're trying to train ourselves so we don't forget, because we know that it's, it's good to train ourselves. And we know that it comes from First Timothy you know, 4.8, where it talks about training ourselves to be godly. It even says that he goes on to say physical training is good, but to, to train yourself to be godly will change everything in this life. And then I love what it says, in the life after, like in the life to come. And so when we do this, it changes dramatically the approach that you're taking for the remaining of your life. It's going gonna, it's gonna to develop clarity. It's going to be a clear picture, not just for 2019, but for 2020 and years to come. And in week one, we simply said, if we're going to have the best year ever, that we've got to figure out this one word, you know, at the very beginning of Isaiah 26, 8. And we said, well, why don't we just go ahead and kick it up to two words, but it's this one right here. Does anybody remember it? Come on, say it with me. Yes, you said yes. But what, what's the two words? I'm, I'm giving you the cheats. This is like the cliff note version right here. Come on, y'all. This is easy. What is it? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on. Okay. We, it, yes, Lord. Thank you for the 65 degree weather. I don't know where that come from, but thank you. Thank you, Lord. Right? Yes, Lord. Right? But, you know, and for those who love the frozen tundra, yes, Lord, or yes, Lord. You know, it's those moments where things freeze, just saying, um, Everybody in, y'all got dirty minds, every single one of you. Yes, Lord, right? Yes, Lord. If we're going to go all out and we're going to follow Jesus in 2019, we got to say, yes, Lord, we got to get it right first. And when we get it right, it says we're going to walk in his ways. I love it. You know, there's a song, you know, back in the day I grew up, maybe some of you know exactly where I'm going with this. Walk like and see, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, what does it look like to walk like Jesus? Put that verse back up there. What does it look like to walk like Jesus? Not just no longer put the little bracelet on that says WWJD. I'm past that point. And then wear the t-shirt, get the tattoo, because you forget what it says. But like literally to walk in the ways of his what? His laws. You know, somebody like, oh, I broke 20 of them last week. You probably did. But the truth is to start to walk in his love, to walk it, and we wait for you. we stand and wait for your presence, God. In your name, your renown, may it be the desires of our hearts. What's your intimate desire for 2019? Literally, what is your desire? For some of you, you're just like, "I just want to make it today. I just want to get out of debt. I just want to have a better marriage. I just want to have my kids to pick up their socks. For me, it's Legos, just saying. Anybody else Legos in the middle of the night? Like Legos in the daytime, you see them. In the middle of the night, they're like a bear trap. I don't understand it. You go to my house, that's why I have nightlights everywhere. Mom, Sarah's like, why do you keep on by? I said, like, I do not want to step on any more Legos. They're like landmines. And then things start to come out of my mouth. I don't know why they do it. Anyways, another day. Just, for, just I'm not a perfect pastor, not yet. Um, the beautiful side of yes, Lord, it changes things. And when you write it down and it's the desire of your heart, people start to see what you stand for. People really start to see who you follow. People start to see what's going on here because it's, it's like you're wearing a label. Hello, my name is, right? People can start to see Jesus in you in ways that changes everything, and then we just sort of just took it up a notch and we went all into this idea of this next step. And we said in Matthew, Matthew 16, 24, we said, uh, they said, well, someone has removed it off my thing. So i will just going to go ahead and I'll post it back. How about this? We said. All right. Anybody Remember? Yeah, because we can say yes, Lord, to a lot of things. But if we don't really follow him and everything, what good is it? If we just put a post-it note up and go, yes, Lord, but not really be obedient with it. What good is it? Right. It's it's no different than wearing a T-shirt. It's no different than wearing, you know, drinking that coffee mug that says, yes, Lord. And you got your new beard going on. I just had to throw it in today, so sorry. Somebody, walk, somebody I just walked in, they, and, and they all saw me walk in and said, who's the visitor? And I was like, it's me. But come on, seriously. If you're going to get serious about God, you can say, yes, Lord. But when you start to walk in his ways and you follow him, I think the two hardest words in the whole scripture is follow me. Because you have to be obedient in everything. And when you get that one right, it starts to change lives, starting with yours. It says, you know, basically, you don't have to be perfect to follow him. He says, hey, come on, follow me, and then you'll change. When you start to follow him, it starts to change things. And so we just said out of Matthew 16, 24, you know, hey, listen, you have to deny yourself. If you want to be my disciple, you you have to deny yourself and take up the cross and follow me. And when we get that right... It changes things. It can no longer be a Sunday thing. It no longer can be just this hour or two on Sunday mornings or on Wednesday nights. It has to be every single day. You can't go home and live your life the way you want it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then wake up with a hangover and come to church on Sunday. can't happen anymore. You have to truly follow him for him to do some great things in 2019. And then last week, we sort of dove into this big idea of when you sort of dive into this whole concept, when we, when we start to really follow him and start to, to, to go down this, this, this path of, 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 of yes, Lord, and, and, and really understanding everything, what we've noticed is this, is like fear starts to creep in, right? Because you start to worry, wonder about your friends or what will they think? What will they say? Or if I give my money, if I if I give my tithe and I give everything over to God like this, and no longer I have control over it, but He's got over control over my kids and everything else, my wife and my life. What does that mean? What does it look like? What happens next? And for some of you, you're like, ah, I can't do that. I can't. And that's just fear creeping in. And we learn from Matthew. Five thirty-six, where it says don't be afraid don't be afraid just believe don't do it just believe fear not in other translations just believe that i'm in control of everything come on out step on the water and watch what happens grow your faith and watch what happens you might not understand everything in this moment but just trust me there's something amazing around the corner And for some of you, you're like, you know, I'm just kind of dead in life. And we learned last week, taluth kahum, right? Tuluth kahum, Jesus' words where he said basically what? Anybody remember that? Get up. It's time to get up. For some of you, you're just living in, in complete fear and like, I get it, I'm posting this and I'm doing that and, and, and I don't know how to really do this one, but Jesus said, just get up, come on, follow me. Just say, yes, Lord, trust me, this is gonna be an exciting moment in 2019. When you start to post things about me and you start to live in me and you start to believe in me, it changes everything. The next thing you know, you've you radically changed your life. And like we say around here, what? Changed lives? Oh, that was horribly weak. Either, hey, you don't believe it or you're just scared. Like, what, what, I don't know, I don't remember. We say around here, change lives. change lives. And they do, don't they? Don't they? I mean, I've, I've seen it. I've seen when people literally start to start to say stuff like, you know, hey, man, you need to start wearing these type of shoes because. I've seen people start to say around, you know, environments, hey, you need to start getting your diet right, this this keto thing. You know, you got to do that. And everybody else starts to do these things. I've seen literally people do things that doesn't make any sense on the outside, but people start to follow you simply because it's you believe in the change, right? What would it look like in 2019 if you radically chased after Jesus, you said, yes, Lord, you followed him, and you you decided not to fear in anything, and you just went all in. What would it do to your neighbor? No, let me just back up. What would it do to you? What would it look like in your household? We had a saying, and we still say it a lot, but when Jesus enters the house, what happens? It does. I've seen it. I believe in it. And i got some really good friends here that would testify to it. Matter of fact, if we can use the old analogy of all in, when they move everything all in, it changes everything for Jesus because he's starting to change you. He's starting to change your family. He's starting to change the atmosphere that we're in. And, and each week, we, we ask this question, and I'm going to finish this question off today with this one statement again. If we've done all of this, and we post it, and we believe in it, and we've went all in, how much has Jesus interfered with your week? How much has he interfered with, with your lifestyle, with your marriage, with your kids, with your finances? Your job? How much has he interfered? If you got up, what happened? If you stood up and you, you said, okay, I'm going to get up, what, what happened? If you said, yes, Lord, what happened? If you decided to follow him more, what happened? If you decided to fear no more, what happened? How much has Jesus truly interfered with your week? And those are some great questions for anybody, for anybody to answer. And I pray, man, I've been praying earnestly that God would just prick your hearts this week, that you move into to a region, just like that vortex moved into our region and it changed the way you did things that day, didn't it? It changed the way you approach things. You, you bundled up just a little bit more. You might have not gone outside in the fear of that your eyeballs were going to freeze. You did something different. What does it look like for Jesus to get a hold of your life so you can really start to do something just a little bit different this week? And so I believe that when we do that and when we really go all in, it, it does change people's lives. And, and next week, we get to see that. And if you're going to be a part of next week's service, I would just say come early. We, we mentioned it earlier, but like there's some people that have made decisions for Jesus that I, I have radically gone all in. And next week, we get to talk about that in a way of called going public. And, and maybe God's stirring some of your hearts and you're still thinking about it. Man, we still got time. we still got space. And we want to make that available to you. But if you're coming next week, man, bring a friend. Bring somebody just to be a part of it because people need to see what happens when Jesus gets a hold of somebody. It changes their life forever and ever. And we get to talk about that next week in a way of calling a going public service. And so I'm excited about that. I don't know if you guys are, but we're super pumped about what's gonna happen next week. And so next week, that's where we're going. Uh, but this week, as we just sort of wind down this, if, if you wanna have the best year ever, as Christ followers, we, we, would, we would all say that Jesus is love, right? Everybody would confess that. You're going to probably see a sign somewhere under somebody's little makeup or those little black sticky things or written on somebody's uh, ankle or something. John 3:16, even today, because there's the big Super Bowl, right? Um, but for God, so what? Love the world, he, that He sent his Son, that he loved something so great, He sent something greater. And the reason why Jesus did what he did on the cross was because he first loved what? Us. And if that is true, I think we have to ask this question and we have, we've asked it before and I just want to go straight to the jugular for today and just really just camp out on this one little idea and it's a simple question it 's a simple question that I think can change everything It's a simple question that I think that has the potential to change 2019 in a way that, that radically radically changes your not just behavior because behavior like behavior patterns fade right but it's, it, it changes what you're devoted to and this question is this: If we can all admit that, that God sent His Son Jesus, and that Jesus did what he did on the cross for us because of love then my question would be this, what does love require of me? It's a challenging question. What does love require of me? And if we're serious about following Jesus and if we're, we sense the urgency about reaching our area for Jesus as we center, as we point, and as we live for him, it will change what we care about inwardly and will change lives around us. The question we have to answer is what does love require of me? Not our church, by the way. You are the church. You know, some people are like, well, you know, I'll just, I'll just go here, and this is the way it works, and this is no, that's called religion. Not your neighbor. What does love require of why Oh, you? What is it? Does it mean you need to begin a journey with Jesus for the very first time and stop playing games? I mean, for some people that grow up in this area we call home, we we literally have this game called I know God. I know God. You can have all the head knowledge in the world and miss him by a couple inches. And you'll get to heaven and he'll say, hey, you knew me here, but you didn't know me here. Depart from me. Those are the most two depressing words I think I can ever think of. Depart from me. You see, I I want you to at least consider beginning a journey with Jesus that changes everything. And some of you, you said yes to Jesus a long, long time ago, and I want to push you. You want to have the best year ever? Why don't you tell somebody about that? Stop living like, you know, you got it all together. Stop, allow the pride just to fall and just say, you know what? I need to make a decision, not just for me, but for my family, for my kids, for everything. And just, I need to go all in. I need to go public with my faith because, because I know this matters to God. And it should be mattering to me. Does it, does it mean you need to start serving? In 2019, does it mean you need to start serving? One of the best ways to begin relationships with, with Jesus is to get to know others. He was all about others, by the way. I think it's, it's, it's sad and, you know, there's people that come into Centerpoint and, and not just Centerpoint, but I can pick on Centerpoint because I'm here. But there's people that come in and just, you know, just, they, they stay, they, they get connected just a little bit. They'll come in and sit down in the row and just, hey, how you doing? That's their connection. And they they like, well, I never could get connected. I never could do anything. But you've been asked to serve. You've been asked to do this. You've been asked to go out on missions. You've been asked, to, do, but you always decline. And I don't know what to do because God's asked you to move. He just asked us to create a platform for you to do that. And it's up to you to respond. One of the best ways to do it is just get involved with people because people matter. And, and it's one of the most simplest ways to do it is to change dirty diapers in Kidsville. That's a plug for Kidsville, by the way. They would love to have you. Maybe it's to come early and serve some coffee or sweep off the sidewalk It's amazing how dirty it can get in a week. It's amazing how dirty this room can get. Y'all bring up a lot of trash, I'm telling you. But week to week, just to to come serve in little aspects, and this is just what we do here, but man, when we start to go out of these walls and we start to do cupcake love, lunch on us, you know, the coat truck, we do things in the school, we serve with Hope Network, and I mean, the list goes on, y'all. But you gotta move. You gotta respond. It's up to you. What does love require of you? The only thing I know is we're better together when we're doing life together. Get ready for utterly amazing things to happen. What about this one? This is where it's going to get real tight real quick and people are going to put their arms like this. Yeah, I knew it. Here it comes. I'm just going to talk about it. What about the subject that no one likes to talk about in church? But it makes the biggest difference in the life of any church. You want to guess what I'm going to talk about? Oh, come on. What was it? Yeah, money. Show me. Oh, Yeah, see? Show me the money. And right, money makes a big difference on what God can do through the life of this organization. We get to call Centerpoint. And see, your giving matters because it allows us to do immeasurably more in 2019. Not just here, but around the world. If you don't know how we do things around here, man, we've been able to literally change the lives of churches around the world. We've been able to plant churches through your resources. Last year, we broke the $200,000 mark for the very first time. That is huge for a small church, y'all. Come on, that is huge. And it's because of your generosity, we're able to do even more. And we can't wait till we get down to that street corner because we're gonna be so visible. Some people don't even know we exist. But get ready. When, when we, how can God give us more when we can't be faithful with this, right? I want to be so faithful with this. That's why we constantly give resources away. I don't know the exact percentage. We'll have to do that here shortly. But I know the year before, we gave almost 25% of our resources away to local organizations and state organizations and worldwide organizations because we believe not just in a 10% tithe. We're going to go above that. We're going to go way above that. If we're going to ask you to give a little bit. We're going to go way above that. And we're going to trust God with what he does best. Walk in my ways and just believe. Don't fear. It's going to happen. You just focus on me and watch what happens. And that's why we ask, hey, be a part of what God's doing through Generosity. Be a part of what God can do through your generosity. And I just want to say thank you. For those who are doing it, man, thank you. Thank you for being a giver. Thank you for believing in what God can do because I believe the best is still yet to come. And we start to really take this next step into what's next. If we're really going to evaluate to, to understand what, what we're trying to accomplish in 2019 and if we're, we're really going to understand what, what it means to get to go all in. What about one of the boldest things we can do as a Christ follower? What what is the most boldest thing, I think, in our realm of where we work, live, and play we could do as a Christ follower? I think it's this one, because it actually draws the line in the sand, and it's inviting someone to join you in the journey. It's inviting someone to sit down with you to, to start to share your Jesus story. It's inviting someone maybe into the church world. Because they're more likely, the percentages are, especially with Generation Z, Millennials, everybody else, they're probably done with church. I mean, you're a rare percentage for those who showed up today, but I don't know if you knew that. But to literally to start to share your Jesus story, where you work, live, and play, to your neighbor, to those you love, it's going to change the atmosphere. If our numbers are right, right here within this little circle we call home, There's around 50,000 people that are not engaged this morning in any church within a 20-mile radius. It's kind of hard to fathom, but it's true. Nor do they really care about following Jesus simply because, and I believe the reason why, it's us. It's how we act on social media. Come on, right? You say you're a Christian, but you just posted that? You say you love God, but you just belittled somebody? Or you get on a tangent about a right-wing or left-wing post? Or who your president is or who he's not? It's how we act in public places when we don't get our food right. It's how we say one thing, but we live a totally different lifestyle behind closed doors. By clicking a button. And acting like, like, it's not hurting anybody. You see, if we want to potentially see something so amazing in 2019, we need to put into practice every piece that Jesus taught, especially that changes people's lives. And you see, Jesus was teaching in the book of Mark to those who would listen on one day. And then he, and then he, was, he would encourage them to go out and change the culture. And the amazing thing is that in, in the, some of those same teachings could not only impact our lives right this second if we put them into practice, but has the potential to change the world. And I believe it still has the power to do that if we do what it says. And in Mark 12, Jesus was teaching to those around him. He was teaching parables, he was teaching lessons, and he was, he was just giving some wisdom out because he, he grew in statue and wisdom was what the Bible says. And he was passing it on for those around him right there. And one of the local teachers, one of the local people, came up to him, and he tried to silence him because Jesus was making a spectacle. He was making a scene. People were really leaning into his teachings, and they didn't like that at the moment, especially his message of love. And they tried to trip him up by cornering him with this one simple question. And the local teacher asked this. Of all the commandments, Jesus which is the most important to follow? Which is the most important law, Jesus? I mean, it's a simple question, but how Jesus decides to answer it changes everything and how people follow him and more importantly, how people decide to love. Now he could have arrogantly said a different way, but he chose to answer it in a way of love, especially in the day and time. So he answers it in Mark 12, verse 29. This is the most important one. You can almost sort of sense Jesus. Yeah, the most important one? Yeah, that's a great question. Thanks for asking. It's this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. The Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And with all your strength. Wow, that's good. That's really good. No, 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 I'm not done yet. And then, and then, we're gonna do, that's great, and that's what the Mosaic law says, but hey, can we just, can we just uh, elevate it just a little bit? The second one is to love your neighbor as yourself. That's what's gonna change everything. There is no commandment greater than these. In other words, we've shortened it down. Most people have seen this phrase, love God and what? Love people, right? Love God and love people. Well, immediately this guy, this this teacher, this person, he says, well said, teacher. You can almost hear the the sarcasm. The man replied, you are right in saying that God is one and there, there is no other but him. Because what they were really tri- being, trying to trip him up is, is that Jesus was God, and they didn't want to admit that yet. And to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all the burnt offerings and sacrifice, with all, with, you know, all the praise and worship. There's, there's no greater than to love God and love others. And when Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to them, you know what, dude? That's the Jason Kilby's version. You are not far from the kingdom of God right now. You're not very far right here. It's it's happening. You don't even know it. And from then on, no one dared ask him any more questions because they knew that he was going to put him on the spot. But more importantly, he's going to fire back a question with a question with real love and truth. But here's the catch. Maybe you've heard that verse before. Maybe you've you've been around a church culture where we talk about that over and over again. Love God, love others. Love God, love others. It's, It's written on the walls, right? But is it really happening down the halls? Is it happening in your neighborhood? Is it happening in your home? Is it happening? And I think the reason why sometimes it's not happening is this. If we really want to have the best year ever, and if you're not taking notes, here's your chance to do it. If we really want to see changed lives that change lives, we have to fully understand and devote ourselves to one God, to one Lord. And understand we can't do this without his mercy, his grace, and more importantly, his love. If you want to have the best year ever, you can't have any other gods before him. You can't. You're like, well, I'm good. I believe in God, I do. Well, can I ask some simple questions as we just sort of close this up? Maybe some that's gonna start to shake you a little bit. Does your time reflect God or does it reflect you? Does your time reflect God that loves you so much that he sent his son or does it reflect you and what you wanna do this week? Can I elevate it just a little bit like Jesus did? Does your wallet reflect your dreams? Are you at least open, opening it up to his dreams? Does the checkbook reflect what he wants to do through your life? Or does it only reflect zeros to add to yours? Do you play more on your phone than reading the words that he's left for you? Do you send more text than praying more to him and talking to him? Here's a challenge. If you're gonna send a text, why don't you just write one word down that means something to Jesus today? For every text message, write down one word that means something to Jesus. How about this one? D- do you enjoy more Netflix and weekend binges watching those moments than engaging his mission that he has in store for you? These are all great questions and, and I think we have to evaluate them, but come on, how many people know that they just you wake up differently some mornings? I mean, some people just wake up drinking the like Haterade, aid, Right? because you're so full of your negativity that did come from last night. you just woke up and it just spills out. you, you, you wake up that way or do you share his love by his aid? He's pouring over you daily. Come on, I'm asking questions that are that if we want to have the best year ever, we have to answer. And you wonder why so many people don't engage the church? It's not because of Jesus, It's because of you. There's a reason why the first commandment is what it is. And if you can't get number one right, why bother with do not lie? Do not steal. Why? Do not lust. Don't look at that person's wife. Don't commit adultery. We might not want to murder, okay? Just saying. That's good for everybody. But some of you murdered with your mouth somebody you kill with your mouth, and you call yourself a Christ follower, and you wonder why people are just done with you, you slide them down, you walked in, you dropped the hand grenade, you pulled the pin, you threw it right at them, you shot them with the missile, you blew them up. It's because of you, people are done with the church. And I know it's true because I've even seen it in the last four weeks. I'm not even going to say and go down the road, but man, you want to look on a person's Facebook, I challenge you just to look at mine because I'm done with social media almost. The only thing I'm going to start doing is posting things of God when I see people move towards God. I'm going to brag about what God does in their life. And I hope it multiplies in a way this year. I pray that I get a chance to do it every single day. I pray that I get to see God move in somebody else's life, that I get to boast about it. And it's not because I just want to talk about somebody, because I fervently see them moving closer to God. I want to talk about the God that they serve and boast about it because I'm excited to see what's next. You see, there's a reason why he says there cannot be any more gods before me because he wants all of you. And I think if we're gonna finally get to this this last word, this last word, these last two words that change everything for us this year, it will simply be utterly amazing. This year is going to be utterly amazing if we just do what it says. If we just follow in his ways, if we sit there and say, "Yes, Lord, and we begin to have his desires on our hearts. Habakkuk 1.5 says look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed for I'm about to do something in your days and time that you would not even believe even if I told you today you can't fathom what I'm about to do if you just follow me if you just believe in me stop fearing stop you fill in the blank and start you do whatever it needs to do for some of you that requires something great and it's to love God For the very first time. For others, it's to love your neighbor greatly. For others, it's just to start to move. It's start to move from here to there. This year will be utterly amazing. I promise you that. Regardless of who wins the Super Bowl, regardless of who regardless of who moves because God's already moved he's just asking you to be a part of it and when that happens it's going to be utterly amazing in your world in your family in your family you're going to respond to things and you're not going to know what's next and that's what faith looks like it's not being able to see that step and just stepping out and knowing there's going to be something there to step on it might not make sense. But it does with him. And for all of us, if we want to have the best year ever, two words that's going to change it is these. We're going to get to see God move. And when we get to see God move, you're going to be utterly amazed. And my prayer is, that is the beginning of a changed life that changes lives. And your family will not shut up about it. Your family won't stop talking about it. Your family won't stop proclaiming, inviting, investing, loving, pouring more energy into others all around you simply because you've experienced utterly amazed. we get to do this as community groups and we get to do this as a family we get to see something move radically differently in our culture in our community and people start to look inwardly and go what is going on and the only thing we can say is not utterly amazing but love built this love built it Let me share how he did it. Let me share how he did it to me first. Let me share with where we're going next. And we would love for you to be a part of this. And so today is simple. As we finish this out, what does love require of you? What does it mean for you to move from here to there? What does it mean for us as a group of people Christ followers to move, to, to follow in Jesus' footsteps but by loving God more and to loving people more. I know he wants to build something, but we have to respond first. And so we're going to pray. We're just going to ask God to move. We're going to ask God to just allow us to, to be here. Here. Not just here, but here. So we can respond in a way that's utterly Amazing. And they would be nothing. Last week, I saw some great things. Here. And I'm not going to go down the road of just saying, hey, I would love to see that again. But man, there's nothing more powerful than men getting on their knees and praying and leading the way, and women praying and being virtuous women of God. I just, there's something about when we get on our knees together as a family and praying. So I'm just going to ask for God to move. And maybe it's for you to sit still. Maybe you're the first person that throws your hands up and you're just all in. Maybe it's for you just to sit still. Be still. Know that he is God. And Maybe you need to be the one going up. Maybe you need to be one right here. Maybe you need to tell somebody about going public. Maybe you need to be, you feel in the blank. But I know love did something great for all of us. And it's time for us something greater to move in on it to move towards utterly amazed and watch what happens so can i pray for that and just pray that we just get to see something that's utterly amazing this morning who knows we get to see something really amazing so jesus love requires it's just we get in the way we get in the way with us and so my prayer is that we remove us from the situation all the inward desires and the selfishness and we just become open transparent vulnerable not weak because when we lean into you you make us strong so God I pray for your strength to just overflow in this place and we move towards you in a way that radically redefines culture because that's what you did you redefined culture through your love and I'm praying that our, this love that, that you sent that you give freely redefines us we as a group of people today are utterly amazed and we walk out of here sharing a story of Jesus that broadcasts not just here, but far and wide. God, that's my prayer. A bold prayer. Those are bold prayers, but here's the boldest one. That we move first. That we move with not just our minds, but our hearts you. God, that's my prayer in your name. Amen. We're going to sing a song called Build My Life. We're just going to trust the Holy Father to move us from here to there, and we're going to see what God can do with it. You can stand, you can sit, you can sing, you can meditate, you can come and kneel, you can grab your wife, you can grab a friend, and hey, let's just go do this together. I don't know, it's up to you. I'm going to stand over there. If you want to pray, there's going to be other people to meet you down here to pray. But we're just going to lean into God right now in this moment for clarity for 2019 so we can build for 2020. And just know one thing, God loves you right where you're at. But he would be utterly amazed to see you start to move and build things for him. And he's going to do it one way or another. But it's going to be utterly Amazing you're part of the kingdom of God because you're really close. That's what the scripture said. You're really close. You're seeing it. So let's lean into that and let's just trust him and let's watch what he can build. Let's watch what he can build through our efforts and through our sacrifices and through our obedience and everything. And I I just believe in what's about to happen and we're all going to be utterly